Hello and welcome to Wednesdays with the YP. This is William Davis, youth pastor at Clay's Mill Baptist Church in Lexington, Kentucky. Thank you for joining us today. We look forward every Wednesday to join you on the broadcast, Wednesdays with the YP. If you'd like to send us your questions, comments, or ideas for YP Life, you can email those to theyplife at gmail.com. That's theyplife at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you and always enjoy reading those emails and posting those articles and activities, games, lots of stuff on yplife.org to help you out. What a blessing it was to hear that we have listeners internationally. In fact, about 10% of our listening audience is international. And we have folks from the Philippines, from the Ukraine, all the way over to Ireland and in China, all the way through. And so we just want to say thank you for listening. And we always look forward to today and sharing some information uh, about youth ministry to you. So uh, one of the things that over the next couple of weeks we're going to talk about is uh, gifts, and this is the season, right? Uh, everything's busy. You're, the mall's crazy. Traffic's crazy. Restaurants are crazy. And we're all supposed to be happy. And this is the happiest time of year. Well, so uh, as you're buying those gifts or trying to think about what you should get someone, I'm going to give you a good idea today of a great gift. In fact, it's, a, it's something that the Apostle Paul asked for. In 2 Timothy chapter 4 and verse 13, Paul writes, uh, to Timothy to come to him to visit him in prison, and uh, he gives him an update in verses 11 and 12. Uh, he tells him he really wants him to come in verse 9, and in verse 13, he asks specifically for some things. Now, let this be biblical proof that making a Christmas list is okay, all right? So make a Christmas list. Let everybody know what you want. Maybe, just maybe, you'll get what you want. Well, Paul's Christmas list, if you will, verse 13, says, The cloak that I left in Troas with Carpus, when thou comest, bring with thee, and the books, but especially the parchments. So there were three things that Paul asked for. First, he asked for his cloak. This was like his coat, the outside garment he would wear that would keep him warm. Then he asked for the books. I don't know what books these were. I don't know if they were ones that were written by authors of the day, if these were Paul's books that he was writing, uh, other books, but he always admonished to give attendance to reading. Therefore, he read these books. But the most valued item that he asked for was the parchments. What was this? This was Paul's copy of the Bible. Paul wanted his Bible brought to him, even though he was in jail, even though he was not uh, active in the ministry, he wanted his copy of the Word of God to help him on his daily walk with God. And boy, there's so much truth in this passage. You know, uh, Paul, Paul had just experienced Demas uh, falling in love with the world and, and forsaking Paul and the church. And so he goes through this and he says, you know, I need some things right now. I need my cloak because I'm cold. I'm in this, this, this prison where it's not the ideal conditions. I need my cloak. I need my books. I need to be encouraged. I need to be, I need to be challenged. He said, but the most important thing for me in this time of persecution, of, of, of being forsaken, the most important thing I need is the parchments. I mean, Paul was okay with him visiting him, 
but he wanted the parchments. Paul was cold and he knew he needed his cloak, but he really wanted the parchments. Paul liked reading and enjoyed reading, so he wanted his books, but he really wanted the parchments. The parchments, the Bible, the Bible was key. It was on, on his list, number one. And so with that being said, let me just challenge you that a great gift you can give your teenagers is a Bible. Every year we have a bus Christmas and uh, we do uh, for our teenagers. And over the years, we've built up an amount of Bibles. And if a, if a young person does not have a Bible, we make sure that they get a Bible. And so let me challenge you. Does your teenagers have Bibles? Uh, next time you go into your teen class, ask, who has their Bible? And if they say, well, I've got one at home or whatever, they may, they may not. And so make sure, make sure that they have a Bible. Uh, it, it's, an, it's a great gift, even for a preacher, even for an adult, even for a, a, a grown-up th that we can give them to say, hey, I got you a new Bible. What a blessing. It is our it is our book that we walk with God with. And so uh, what a joy it ought to be that we receive a Bible. Now, uh, let me just tell you about this Bible. Uh, if you have a Bible or if you are gifted a Bible, uh, first of all, you should love it. The Bible talks in 1 Samuel about the word of the Lord being precious in those days, meaning it was rare, it was valued, it was cared about. And so uh, the, the Bible talks in Psalms about us delighting in the law of the Lord. Um, do, you, do you have a Bible? Do you know where it's at? Do you read it? Uh, we, ought to, we ought to love our Bible. We, ought, we, we find salvation in the Bible. We find comfort in the Bible. We find uh, uh, God's realness, God's goodness, God's faithfulness in the Bible. It's all based on the Bible. Really, if you think about it, the majority of things in life come down to biblical authority. And if I don't have a Bible, then there's no way the Bible is going to be uh, the, the, the authority in my life. And so, especially the parchments, I ought to love the Word of God. Uh, reading books is great. Having a cloak to protect you from winter or even uh, to, to spiritualize, to ha having a cloak to, of separation to, to, to protect you from the world is great. But if you don't have the parchments, if you don't have a relationship with your Bible, then it won't be long before you're like Demas and you're forsaking uh, the church and, and the work of the Lord for the world. Now, uh, not only should I love the Bible, but I should learn the Bible. I should memorize it. Sing it, know it, uh, and then I should live the Bible. I should do what I, I read in the Bible, uh, not just have knowledge, but uh, the, the Bible says I should not just be a hearer of the word, but a doer as well. I should be a doer of the Bible. Uh, I want those books. I want that cloak, but I especially want to do what the word of God says, and then I should lead others to it, and this comes to where we should gift the Bible. Uh, the Bible says in Psalm 119, verse 6, Then shall I not be ashamed when I have respect unto all thy commandments. If I love my Bible and I'm enjoying my Bible and I'm trying to live my Bible, it's going to be easy to share with others my Bible or to get them a Bible. So let me challenge you this year, uh, those of you that are youth pastors, youth workers, make sure all your teenagers have a Bible. The, that's where they're going to find Jesus. 
That's where they're going to find a walk with God. That's where they're going to find the will of God. That's where they're going to find every answer to every question life brings is in that book. So let me challenge you. Hey, you may get them a cloak. That's wonderful. Kids need clothes, need coats, need hats around this time. That's wonderful. You may get them some books, some devotional books, and, and we do devotional books around here, but especially the parchments, especially the parchments. Give them the word of God. What a great gift the Bible is for a teenager. I remember I was 17 years old when I first started reading the Bible. I began to take notes. I began to digest what I read and I began to, to, to begin to obey what the word of God said and make changes in my life. The changes in my life weren't based on uh, a, a, an emotional experience at a service. They weren't based on my parents making me do what I was supposed to do, but they were based on the word of God. Not a cloak, not a book, but the parchments. And so, hey, this this uh, winter, uh, this this Christmas season, I want to challenge you to to make sure your teenagers have a copy of the Word of God, especially the parchments. And so, hey, hopefully that's a blessing to you. Next week, next week, I'm going to tell you the stud, the teen study Bibles that I recommend the most. And uh, we'll, we'll review those. We'll talk about those. And that way you'll know uh, which type of Bible. Now, obviously, the King James Bible is the Word of God. Amen. Uh, but the different types of study Bibles, the best study Bible that you can uh, get for your teenagers next week. Don't miss it. And until then, check out YPLife.org. Lots of stuff on there. New stuff, Christmas stuff, games, articles, activities, all kinds of stuff. And we will see you next week. And until then, keep reaching the next generation.